My name is John Amarchata, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And that sound indicates that this is a continuation of the Protocol series, tonight covering Protocol number 18, Arrest of Opponents, is the title. So let's get started. Paragraph 1. When it comes... When it becomes necessary for us to strengthen the strict measures of secret defense, the most fatal poison for the prestige of authority, we shall arrange a simulation of disorders or some manifestation of discontents, finding expression through the cooperation of good speakers. Round these speakers will assemble all who are sympathetic to his utterances. This will give us the pretext for domiciliary prequisitions and surveillance on the part of our servants from a no, um, sorry from among the number of goyim police okay so breaking it down um this to an effect is the beginning of what is known as the hegelian dialectic right problem reaction solution so this would be the problem um when then? Why do I fuck up when I write things down? I'm supposed to be a writer. When then? Oh, when they need uh, to strengthen <laughs> their control, uh, essentially they'll create a situation. Um, and then using good, uh, quote-unquote, good speakers, uh, they will direct the public's uh, viewpoints, or rather, maybe even rage. Um and they're admitting here that it will make it easier to uh, set up systems of surveillance, which is what we were talking about in the last protocol. Paragraph number two, as the majority of conspirators act out of love for the game, don't hate the player, hate the game, for the sake of talking, so until they commit some over, I'm sorry, overt act, we shall not lay a finger on them, but only introduce into their midst observation elements. It must be remembered that the prestige of authority is lessened if it is frequently discovered conspiracies against itself. This implies a presumption of consciousness of weakness, or, what is still worse, of injustice. You are aware that we have broken the, priv uh, the prestige of the Goy kings by frequent attempts upon their lives through our agents, blind sheep of our flock who are easily moved by a few liberal phrases to crimes provided only they be painted in political colors. We have compelled the rulers to acknowledge their weakness in advertising overt measures of secret defense, and thereby we shall bring the promise of authority to destruction. Okay. Um, some of this shit is so fucking... What's, the, what's that Bible that is in all, like, Old English? Um, where it's so damn hard to... Not necessarily dissect, but decode, decipher, I think is the word that I'd like to use. So, uh, the meanings to some of this shit uh, is almost like trying to decipher Klingon. But here goes uh, a decent attempt. Um, what I believe they're saying here is as the mob uh, moves, uh, they will only guide 
the mob when necessary, um, which is to say when uh, they start to turn on them. But uh, they will also feed them what they want them to believe, right, to kind of guide them away from looking back on them. Uh, they acknowledge that their plan can and will fall apart if the mob, uh, to a degree on their own, discovers um, the Illuminati at any point or points, um, which they were saying here with, uh, it must be remembered that the prestige of authority is lessened if it is frequently, if it frequently discovers conspiracies against itself. Yeah, no shit. Um, they must appear to be weak or victims, um, or at least they're saying that here, um, but it's best not to be seen or know of, oh, I'm sorry, or known of at all. Um, it's something that I've talked about when, um, whenever I've talked about Ireland or uh, more so Ireland than Scotland, but I suppose maybe the, the same can be said for Scotland. It's, it's almost as if your enemy, um, is overly confident, right? Which is the case with England when, um, they... When Ireland and uh, Scotland um, rose up uh, in defense of itself against uh, England fucking back in the day, right? They beat them uh, – William Wallace's day, right? They beat them with nature. <laughs> they, they cut down sticks and beat their ass with them. Short-lived the queen is what they're saying in those – uh, situations, but a lot of it has to do, or had to do with, um, the cockiness. I know there's another word in there that I wish I could say, but I can't remember shit. So anyway, um, no, England was overly confident in both of those situations. Um, and at many other times, but, uh, certainly at, the, I don't know, maybe they, they, they got that way by beating the shit out of the French. <laughs> I don't know, but, um, you know, you, you battled hardened uh, two groups for quite some time, and they got pissed off and came back and fucked you up. Although these were also, you know, of the lineage of the Celts, who were one of the most fierce group of people on the face of the planet and fought fucking naked. I don't know if that necessarily added to their strength when they did that, or maybe more so kind of freaked people the fuck out. <laughs> like, I don't want to be touched with that guy's boner. You know what I mean? Why would he have a boner? Anyway... So in here, they're at least uh, stating uh, to an effect that um, they must appear to be weak or victims um, in order to throttle, is that the word I want to use, uh, the overconfidence of their opposition. But um, I'd like to point out that overall, their uh, their prime ideology is to remain in secret until they garner enough power to be able to come out safely, um, which I've talked about in this before as well. So um, they also talk about at the end of this paragraph that they've affected uh, the reputations of kings or rulers um, in order to be um, – I'm sorry uh, – They've affected their reputations of kings uh, to be vulnerable by 
frequent attempts on their lives through um, their assassins, right? Um, and then they kind of speak uh, in part on who their assassins are um, and that they would do whatever um, they were ordered to do. Um, and, uh, man, it's like, I don't want to just keep using the same words over and over again, which is kind of why I'm, I'm, um, having difficulty with this, but they're essentially using their pride, um, in allegiance or allegiances to direct them. Um, and in turn, if these, uh, assassins were to be caught, they would be seen as uh, mere zealots of whatever cause um, that they were they were fighting for, uh, which brings to mind today uh, George Soros and um, Antifa, right? That he's paying for these fuckers. Uh, Gavin McGinnis had a really good breakdown of who make up Antifa, especially out in... Uh, on the West Coast, and uh, he even talked about like this this house that they were they're uh, kind of recruiting, um, you know, kids that that were were drug riddled and and um, essentially had their life going nowhere, and and uh, were recruited into this house where they were given you know drugs and whatever else in order to become Antifa and and, and become that. That, or I don't even want to say army, but you know that that group, um, and do whatever you know, as long as they're they're they're, they're being fed, uh, their specific, um, vice, uh, which is kind of uh, what's the word for that? Lord, I can't think of words. Ironic, <laughs> because Gavin McGinnis started Vice. Get it anyway, um. They've stated here basically that they've compelled rulers um, by the acknowledgement of their own weakness. They've brought to attention their weakness, and so it was. It's it's a it's a long game, right? I mean, we've seen movies like this too, um, and read stories about this, um, where secretly they were the ones who attacked and and knew the weak points, only to come up and say, "Hey, these are the weak points," but. You know, and, and pretend as if they were the good guys and helping out the king, but also it benefited them in order to tell the king, hey, this is your weakness. But here comes the next part, is that they sold uh, these rulers or these kings a quote-unquote secret defense um, that would protect them, right? So now you're going to inflate this false sense of security. Um... And, but secretly, they would be usurping um, the throne's power uh, in order to give it over to the Illuminati. Paragraph 3. Our ruler will be secretly protected, or our rulers will be secretly protected only by the most insig insignificant guard, because we shall not admit so much as a thought that there could exist against him any sedition with which he is not strong enough to contend and is compelled to hide from it. Um, basically saying here, and that was the paragraph, basically saying here, um, the rulers they control 
uh, will not have an actual defense. Um, they'll kill him uh, when it suits them by directing said defense to no longer protect him, right? They'll be the controllers of all of that. Um, they'll put people into power and take them out is basically the idea. Um, and this reminds me a lot of what the CIA of the United States has done to numerous rulers and dictators uh, in the Middle East, in Africa, in South and Central Americas. Um, and then they'll use the, uh, the ruler's false sense of security uh, as well as pride against them to control them, um, which is to say that, that these said rulers are never more vulnerable when they're overly confident and cocky uh, in their own safety. Paragraph 4. If we should admit this thought as the Goyim have done and are doing, we should ipso facto be signing a death sentence, if not for our ruler, at any rate for his dynasty at no distant date. See what the fuck I mean, dude, with like this old English? And it's not even old English. It's just weird. <laughs> it's a fucking Klingon. Uh, but what I think they're saying here is that um, if they ever admit it, um, all of these things that they're doing here, that essentially they're, they're the, the source of the problem um, in order to get said reaction and provide a solution, but they controlled it all. If they ever admit it, uh, they'd essentially be signing their own death warrant. Paragraph 5. According to strictly enforced outward appearances, our ruler will employ his power only for the advantage of the nation and in no wise for his own or dynastic profits. Therefore, with the observance of this decorum, his authority will be respected and guarded by the subjects themselves. It will receive an apotheos... Apothe... <laughs> I can never say words. Ap apotheosis? I know that's not how you say that word. Apotheosis. In the administration, that with it is bound up the well-being of every citizen of the state, for upon it will depend all order in the common life of the pack. I don't even want to go back and try that word again. I don't want to do it. So, um, here, uh, they're, they're essentially... How many times am I going to say that word? Um, controlling the ruler, um, or, I don't know, maybe even advising more so, um, or guiding or controlling... Uh, their ruler that they will only act in the interest of the nation, not his own. Uh, and this is in order to garner the people's allegiance. I mean, it's a smart play, really. Uh, but again, it's all nefarious, right? Um, I'm saying here that if the ruler follows this order, uh, his rank among his own people will be seen as divine. And order will remain among the people... Um, that he rules. Paragraph 6. Overt defense of the king argues weakness in the organization of his strength. I don't know, but I'll take a try. Um, essentially, this will... Mm, there's that word. Basically, this will supply a weakness to the king's administration, I think is what they're saying. Um, and so... They'll be no longer on guard. I think that's the purpose of it. That they'll, they'll essentially, mm, 
that they will pretty much basically no longer be on guard, right? They they won't be as sharp um, because they're overly confident that nobody's going to attack them, which leaves you the most vulnerable. Paragraph, and that was only a sentence, by the way, for paragraph six. Paragraph seven, our ruler will always among the people be surrounded by a mob of apparently curious men and women who will occupy, occupy the front ranks about him to all appearances by chance and will restrain the ranks of the rest of the of the rest out of respect as it will appear for good order this will show an example of restraint also in others if a petitioner appears among the people trying to hand a petition and forcing his way through the ranks the first ranks must receive the petition and before the eyes of the petitioner pass it to the ruler so that all may know that what is handed in reaches its destination, that consequently there exists a control of the ruler himself. I can never remember how to say this word either, but the aureole of power requires for its existence that the people may be able to say, if the king knew of this, or the king will hear of it. This is fascinating to a degree, because how many movies or TV shows or books have we read where those two sayings are prevalent within them. That within, and it's usually, you know, a book on England or whatever, maybe. Maybe sometimes like France, uh, but you know, back in the medieval times um, where, you know, somebody's not happy about something else. It's not the king necessarily, but they'll say to him, um, well, the, the king will hear of this, you know, or... Um, What was the other one? The king will hear of this, uh, or um, if the king knew of this, you know, so, which is to say, um, if the king knew of this, basically that he would do something good to fix it, um, making him benevolent. Well, I, I suppose both of them try to make him out to be benevolent. Uh, but the other one would be that he, that you would be punished, right? Um, because you've done something wrong. Almost keeping people in line with like an invisible, which I guess all rules kind of basically are, but an invisible set of rules or an understanding, an unsaid rule basically that um, – or unsaid, maybe not even unsaid, uh, more of a uh, a punishment to come. The king will hear of it, you know, uh, as in you will be punished. But all of this um, is – in order to control, I think, psychologically, the mob, uh, much like Big Brother. That's what they're saying here. Um, and also to, to, yeah, basically like Big Brother, that, that it's a sense of a couple of things. A sense that the king is, is fuck, I'm, I'm thinking of... Um, why can't I think of the one? The fucking the one with the oh Game of Thrones. Um, what was Littlefinger? It was Littlefinger, and then it was the the fat guy with the the eunuch, and they had eyes and ears everywhere, right? I mean, it was it's kind of like in in that sense that the the king is basically Big Brother, and in, in in as much as you know, all of his servants are out there listening, um, but also that the king is on or benevolent and kind of on your side. That's my best shot at that one. Anyway, 
These last two paragraphs are a real pain in the ass, too. Paragraph 8. With the establishment of official secret defense, the mystical prestige, I'm sorry, prestige of authority disappears. Given a certain audacity, and everyone counts himself master of it, the sedition monger is conscious of his strength, and when occasion serves, watches for the moment to make an attempt upon authority. For the goyim, we have been preaching something else, but by that very fact, we are enabled to see what measures of, of overt defense have brought them to. I feel like there's shit missing. I feel like there's words missing in some of this where it's just like, what did I just read? Um, but I think the first phrase is pretty true that once the secret defense becomes the official established policy, the mystery of it tends to go away. And maybe even with that, the, uh, the fear goes away, right? Because this is what it is. Okay, now we know our enemy and now we can attack it. And so with that the rebellious see an opportunity to attempt insurrection, like a real insurrection, not January 6th. Um, and then from this situation, uh, the Illuminati uh, can better see those who would oppose them uh, as well as what direction they're coming from um, and maybe even possibly what they uh, would more than likely do. So it kind of sets them at a, at a, a bit of a, an advantage to play it this way. Paragraph 9. Criminals with us will be arrested at the first more or less well-grounded suspicion. It cannot be allowed that our fear, I'm sorry, that out of fear of a possible mistake, an opportunity should be given of escape to persons suspected of a political lapse or crime. For in these matters, we shall be literally merciless. If it is still possible, by stretching a point, to admit a reconsideration of the motive, causes, and simple crimes, there is no possibility of excuse for persons occupying themselves with questions in which nobody except the government can understand anything. Oh, you mean like what the fuck you just said? And it is not all governments that understand true policy. Son of a bitch. This is the last paragraph, by the way. <laughs> I I think I was so fucked up by this this protocol that by the end of it I just started writing gibberish. But um, of them, and what I mean by that is within the Illuminati, quote unquote criminals will be arrested at first suspicion. Like there's no, there's not even, a, they're not taking any chances. Ah, excuse me. Um. So arrested um, at first suspicion. So you could just be having like a weird thought and they look at you and you look weird. You look a little suspicious there, bub. And your ass is arrested. And then <laughs> let's say it's still going on that you were just having a thought and you made a face or you did a mannerism that they didn't like. Um, they won't allow any mistake Um for a criminal not to be punished. <laughs> like, what? And I accidentally wrote down on, on this breakdown, I wrote down the same word twice, which kind of fucked me up. But, um, yeah, they won't allow any mistake for a criminal to not be punished. So, 
Um, like, uh, take uh, getting pulled over uh, for speeding, right? And in I don't know. I mean, I've heard I've heard some shit before of like, well, the the officer didn't write down my name correctly, and I got off. Right? They're not allowing that type of shit. Or the officer wrote the wrong streets, and um, I got off. Nope, they're not allowing any of that shit. It's uh, no sir. You're you're no matter what, even if the officer may be wrong because people make mistakes. Um, but these guys uh, believe that they're meant to rule the world, and so therefore, you know, they, they don't they don't make mistakes. Um, and then they also state here, and they've stated in prior protocols that they will be merciless. Um, and then they go on to also kind of state here that they won't allow for uh, jargon or cleverly worded excuses or defenses uh, to get said, quote unquote, criminal off the hook. Um and also going to say that not all governments adhere to this, basically. Um, and so they let, you know, crime uh, continue or – what's the word? It's not pervade. Is that the word I'm looking for? I don't think so. It doesn't sound right. Uh, excuse me. So that was uh, – it's funny that like the title of this protocol – is arrest of opponents, but they don't even get to that until the very end, um, which they've basically talked about before. And I was kind of wondering that um, once we got to, I can't remember what protocol it was, which they were basically like, hey, we've made it. We're, we're At this point throughout our plan, we should be there. And then it was like, all right, well, then what's left? Like now you're just kind of still going through a, a couple of things in these protocols. Uh, but we are at uh, protocol number 19 next. Um which is pretty short, so I think I'm going to, was it 20? That's fucking longer than hell. Yeah, 20. Um, all right, well, 19 will be next. This was 18. Um, nice little half hour. Uh, I was wanting to get a video in tonight, but I just, it's it's already late. I don't think I'm going to be able to. I had too much I had to do today, so hopefully I can get through all the things I need to get through tomorrow, and uh, I really want to get these videos out and start having them as often as I possibly can. Same with podcasts, but, um, you know, I've said that before. Hopefully I can uh, finally make arrangements for that to happen. Any hizzle, um, I hope you enjoyed the conversation that I had earlier with uh, Mr. Bentley Meadows, also known as Bentley Craig, the nuclear knucklehead. Um, he's always a joy to, uh, to sit and shoot the shit with. But, um, yeah, hopefully you like the breakdown of Protocol 18. And until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal.